bandwidth for the Weird Things podcast provided by Wired Tree. For sites of any size and world-class customer service, head on over to wiredtree.com. Hello and welcome to the After Things podcast. I'm Andrew Main, joined by Brian Brushwood. Hello. Justin Robert Young. Hello. And Mr. Bryce, the legend, Castillo. Hello. Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so uh, we got a letter from uh, one of our favorite longtime friends here, which is Selena, a.k.a. Ilink. Mm -hmm. And she writes, hi, AT. That's After Things. That's us. I like Um, to think it's short for A-Team, but that's fine. (laughs) Could be, could be. Got some questions about building an audience on Patreon and Twitch and was wondering if any of you can chime in on this. I recently funded a book of illustrations on Kickstarter with 175 backers. I followed the rules of Kickstarter, which is to not use any of the backers' emails for marketing purposes outside the campaign. On my last Kickstarter update, I invited backers to join an email list I created that will send out a monthly newsletter updating them on my current art project. I only got a handful of signups, so I'm wondering what to do about building an audience for my current project. I will use Kickstarter the future to fund this project and want to make sure I'm building towards that since the next campaign will have a higher funding goal. The idea is to then use these two self-published projects as credibility when pitching future projects to publishers. I have a Patreon, but it's only had a few dozen patrons at most over the last few years. I have a Twitch account and am considering creating an art stream where I digitally paint each of the illustrations for my upcoming book. What can I do outside of this to get word out? Does being on Reddit help? Do I do the awful thing of TikToking? <laughs> art thuggin' Selena. Man, that's that's interesting because nobody's more likely to buy your next thing than people who bought your previous thing. And if you're worried about Kickstarter getting annoyed about you reaching out, um, then one thing uh, what I would do is if, if, if you suspect that, that, let's say, 200 people on Kickstarter are the most likely to want to follow your next thing, then continue to reach out to them about the thing they did, but also continue to remind them that, that there's an off-ramp to the next project that you would really appreciate if they would get on. And also, like, you know, some of the Kickstarter campaigns that I have funded just don't want to stop Just don't emailing that. you <laughs> yeah. all the time and maybe maybe it's a very specific thing of like well you can't take the emails out of kickstarter and plug them into mailchimp or something but i get messages for stuff that i've backed years ago and and i'm i, I think they do it because to some amount of to some factor it works um so i bet you get at least a couple of swings at that um certainly of saying hey thank you for subscribing to the thing or thank you for pledging here's the next thing really uh give it a look um, without being too I've, annoying too many times. I've fallen for a thing a couple times, and I think I'm okay with it, where I back a campaign and I get, hey, we need you to click this link in order to, you know, to, to, sat, you know, to, to figure out your order details, whatever. And I click on the link, and it's not Kickstarter. They take me to some third-party company that's got a Kickstarter service. And like, oh, we want to you know, get your opinion on this or blankety-blank, and then also opt into our email, click submit. And that's kind of how they do it. And it's kind of clever because the idea is like, oh, I got to do this to fulfill my order. I'm like, oh, it's not really to fulfill my order. This is just they're using a service that maybe helps them fulfill it, but they want to make sure they got my email outside of Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. You could do a thing like, hey, uh, by the way, if you haven't checked out her project, it's the illustri- the Illuminated Tweets of Elon Musk, which was fantastic, an amazingly well-done book, beautiful coloring style book with all these illustrations that are great consider saying thanks to everybody i have a bonus thing just click over here to get a bonus poster or something people can print out like a pdf or whatever Hmm. um give people bonus content just say just you know can you you know let me use your email to let you know let me keep you in touch with what else is coming out feel free to follow up again just offer another piece of content i know it's just easy to say just make another thanks make another brilliant piece of work and just offer it but um so the way that we handled it with um between contender and action news was i mean i think we were using the same account so there's effectively like there are elements where the next time that you are going to going to do a kickstarter uh you can strategically pump out messages 
for the next Kickstarter from the old one. And that technically does not uh, violate Kickstarter's TOS per se. Um, so if you, you know, do the pre, the launch, the middle lull, and then that final 48 hours or whatever, like the, the, the strategic places where you want to goose a Kickstarter, then you can just send out mass blasts from there. Beyond that, and you know, this is just between the everybody here, especially if it's 175 emails, just export them to a mailing list. I'm whispering. Or, or yeah, I mean, or just copy and paste them one at a time and write them a personal email from your personal email account saying, yeah. hey, right. it's me, that person that you supported just writing you one-to-one this is not a form you know yes it's a form letter but no i'm individually sending each one um or or, or send people uh man do people love gifts you're like i drew your name and it's like nope it really is i just wrote the word brian and i put flowers around it um uh or if you uh, it'd be great if you could join my sanitized email list or even as like hey you know i'm working on a new kickstarter thing i can throw postcard or a little thank you note into the next thing if you email me back or any number of things as a way to to kind of reacquire those those emailers and really get back on their radar because i i think that's what she's really looking for is is a way to keep keep this conversation going in a uh, uh a fair uh, so in a way that feels fair Right. Or, or give, give people a choice. Say, uh, hey, we're at the end or we're nearing the end. Never be at the end. Always be nearing the end of our journey together. Please select one of the two. Yes, I want to follow you on your next journey. No, never contact me again. And then, uh, you know, anybody who doesn't respond, assume that, you know, what they're really saying is ask me again later. <laughs> and then I, and I, I mean, that all seems inbounds, but, but, but I agree at the numbers that we're talking about and from the behavior that we've seen on Kickstarter, I don't know, as, as long as you're talking ostensibly about the Kickstarter that they signed up for, yeah. it's all inbound. Or your next project. I mean, people, you know, those campaigns that spam you are often like in a big sharing circle and like, you know, oh, well, you know, we'll promote your Kickstarter to our list if you pay. And blah, 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 blah. Like this is you saying I'm doing another thing. You, you know, supported me before. I there's a very clear, uh, you know, if, if, if feeling good is a, is a part of this, I think it's very easy to feel good about using any of the, those so, tools. So outside of the Kickstarter ecosystem, let's offer some suggestions for growth. I would say that the, the advantage you have, Selena, is that you're of art that's really cool. And I don't know how much you're sharing now or putting out there, but making things that are very retweetable. And, you know, she did a lot of fun stuff with the Elon Musk things. I think the more stuff that you put out into your Twitter feed that people can retweet, that's embedded and easy for people to follow and make it very easy to capture people. Like we should probably take a look and see on your Twitter, like how easy is it for somebody to follow you and to, to kind of build that. And so, you know, Jack Goldfinger, uh, director of magic entertainment and entertainment at magic castle is an incredible former and a super nice guy. And he's full of all sorts of wisdoms and sometimes you sound, he's sounds kind of like he's a little bit crazy because that's Jack. But one of his sayings is success leaves clues. And, you know, you can look at it in a lot of ways, but one of the things is that one, how people are successful, there are clues to succeed, how they did it. The other thing is that people who succeed, the evidence is out there. If you're a person who's making art and making things, it's in front of people. I've had people ask me like, I had a conversation with a friend the other day, like, well, you know, you were lucky because you got into TV because of magic, and that's how you got your book deals and stuff. I'm like, they're unrelated. Like, I got my oh, book yeah. deals because I just wrote a bunch of books. You know, I got into TV because I just, I figured out, don't go to networks, go to every, call every single production company you can, and eventually, and it's like, it's the same thing as people think, oh, I just, I put a thing into the world. What more am I supposed to do? You know, it's like yeah. they, they, they are related insofar as the same engine that causes you to be a successful touring performer tends to be the same engine that causes you to be a successful author. And and certainly it doesn't hurt um, uh, when when somebody is betting on you to succeed in one field. If they've seen you succeed literally anywhere else, then that that they, certainly the, doesn't hurt. The funny thing, though, was like. A and E had no idea that I wrote novels, right. and my publishers had no idea I was involved in TV. It was yes. like the things, the two big things that happened in my life. Yeah, I'm the same person, but the idea it wasn't like 
I didn't get a book deal because I had a TV show. So well, people like, oh, exactly. Like, no. And yeah. and to be honest, if you tried to sell a book deal based on the fact that you have a TV show, I think it would actually reduce your chances for success. Is, is, I mean, that there's a reason that that I'm such a fan of individually siloing projects because. Uh, it gives you a, a clue as to success leaves clue. It gives you a clue as to whether or not this one's destined for success or not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, 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 I think for art, the way that I've seen art work is it's usually Instagram based. You got to get your hashtag game going there. You got to be regular. You got to be a, a, a constant presence in people's lives. And if you fill a niche, then that helps. Uh, but that Twitter, um, you know, there, it's actually not a dissimilar rhythm to what we do. Uh, but it's a little bit more direct where it's just like free, 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 a big project. I want you to support like that. That is the, the pattern is every once in a while when you have a relationship with people that you have already given them so much. You have a project that you think is worth it, that you need money to to support. They will follow you there on on social media. But I would say use the social media channels that you have to continue to build that. And then look, uh, nothing moves money like Kickstarter. Contact people based on old projects that you have a new project. Uh, uh, they are nine times out of ten very happy that they get to support you again. So your Selena's next project um, is, and by the way, I would say on your Twitter, if you want to put like click here to sign up for my email, your website, I would say put more you in there because it sounds like it's kind of like a company, which I know we kind of want to do, but we like to follow people. And so I'd put more of you into there. Your next project sounds amazing, which is a space colonization themed tarot deck. Which like there are so many all of those keywords are really buzzy. They're like really uh, any one of those things would fit, you know, exactly well on an Instagram ad or post. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I would say the more of that you want to share, like it, it, the thing that's kind of the secret is, is give away more than you think you should be giving away because you're going to get back away more. When I started writing books, we gave the books away for free and it paid back way more than I thought I could. You know, Brian did, taught magic for free, you know, and it just yielded so much more. So you've got this wonderful art, the more of it you feel comfortable sharing to people and putting up there and like the space theme tarot, that just sounds, sounds amazing. I already want to order it. Um, <laughs> just keep sharing and get people, get people, you want people, what are you? You're an artist, share your art, your model, a lot of things, but share the art, put that out there. Yeah. And, yes. and, you know, you, you, you she kind of mentions TikTok and like, you know, I and a non there has been a non-zero number of people I have followed off of TikTok because of their TikToks. And like the one I can think of, I mentioned this in the Night Attack pre-show, I think last week, but there's a there's a competitive eater. There's like a challenge eater lady. And I found her because she does TikToks of her doing the challenges. And so on TikTok, it's just like she speeds it up. So you pretty much see her do the whole thing in 60 seconds, which is very different from her videos. But that made me go and check out her videos. And, um, you know, that's a that's a very specific example of, of reformatting what you're doing to fit on social media and to fit for discoverability. I think it would be very cool to see, you know, a time lapse of, of you doing, you know, of you of you designing stuff or uh, you know, but people do like stages. Here's, here's a, you know, sketching and then inking and then coloring, all, all these other things. Like, I think there's a way to take your development process, your, your actual creating process and turn that into social media content or, you know, a, a promotional tool in a similar way. So, uh, we have somebody else who's working on a project. <laughs> Justin, care to tell us what Bryce is working on? <laughs> Wait, what is Bryce working on? <laughs> uh, oh, glad you asked, Bryce. Yeah. Uh, so over over the the Christmas break, I was doing uh, daily streams here on our Night Attack Twitch channel. So every so often, I've been doing these uh, uh, streams called Marbles with Bryce, and there's a video game where you run it on the on on stream, and people end up enter a command in chat, and they get a little marble with their name on it in the game, and it's like a race. It's like those marble race videos, and uh, it's all simulated, so no one has any control, but it's a fun kind of physics thing, and there's a lot of engagement. I, we just got our Twitch uh, 
uh, recap for the year of like our stats and stuff. Our most used emote for the year was the emote that we spam at the end of those races more than like our night attack diamond emotes or anything. And so uh, that's you know, great. It's been fun. And, and part of uh, my uh, part of uh, I, I like doing it. It's a lot of fun. It's not very difficult, but I have a hard time finding a regular time to do it. Right. Um, you know, the best sort of thing you can do when you're doing something uh, uh, that is, you know, multiple parts or, or continuous is to have a strong schedule or have regularity. And I haven't been able to have any of that. And so doing, you know, these nine days over the holidays uh, showed me that it was it was able to be done and that it would not be boring if you did an hour of it ev- every day even. Um, and so um, my plan is to start doing weekly these weekly streams beginning in February. And I've been putting a lot of work into finding ways that I can build stuff on top of the game. Because right now it's just a game, right? It's just the game that this company makes and they keep track of points and they run their own seasonal stuff and you can buy skins and stuff from them and and, and whatnot. Um, but I've been trying to come up with ways to make it a very engaging experience and um, uh, make it something that... Uh, you can only really get from watching it happen here on this channel. You know, there are a lot of people you, who. Could you show us video of this? Just, just so I have content. I'm sorry. Sure. No, me. absolutely. So other uh, other people who stream this game, right? Like it's it's a very low, uh, the, like the lowest common denominator for this game is like you run the game and you click go. You know, every couple of minutes when it's time, and you can just do that, and you can just sit back and. Um, you could do that for hours. And the thing that I've, I've enjoyed about doing it um, uh, here on the chat is being able to make it a very engaging experience and, and, you know, calling it like a, a, like a race or like a, like a sporting event. And, um, and I, I think that's something that you really don't see a lot with the other people who stream this game is they'll just sit back and they're just talking to the chat and they're drinking a beer and, Oh, time to start the next thing. And so I, that, I, that's something I really don't see anybody else doing with this thing. And, and so um, that's what I'm trying to build on top of. I, I some wrap my head around this. So this is powered by chat, like people putting their names and stuff in uh, there. In order to participate, you have to be in chat and you just, uh, you just say, yes, I want to participate by using right. an emote and then, uh, and then, and then, and then it's, it's all just, simulated. It's just a pachinko game after Right, that. right, right, yeah. right. No, yeah. I get it. That's a me such a clever concept. And like, oh yeah, oh my god! A lot of our friends, we've turned a lot of our friends onto this game, and and like Lobro, I think Lobro now has a little icon in the game you can buy because he does it. So oh, often. that's great! You um, could do this concept of like chat powered gaming because you could do like massive combat stuff with just like. Mm-hmm. Typing in keys and have people go to war with each other and, and all sorts of stuff. Well, oh that yeah, that, that stuff there's in the a game. Whole, that stuff in yeah. they've got a battle royale mode and everyone gets let loose into a thing and you can target people. Like it is a that is a whole thing that they've built oh, it's on. So amazing. And so for for me, what I'm trying to do is add another layer on top of it so that what is happening and what you're watching. Um, is unique to to this channel and unique to the stream, right? And so, like, I've spent the past like two or three weeks building, learning uh, Airtable and databases, and building our own stat thing, so we can track our own, uh, you know, point totals and 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 stats, and make it visible on the web, so everybody can kind of see where they're standing in kind of our own league of of the game, um, and. Uh, you know, I'm building out video bumpers and I'm figuring out, uh, oh, we can do highlights for, you know, the last week's game and this and that and the other thing. And the thing that I'm starting to think about now, because I'm, I'm about two or three weeks away from starting the weekly, the weekly streams and really putting it in is starting to think about what is the long term, um, Mm. goal for it. Because right now it's a fun hobby. It's not very expensive. The database thing I'm using is not really meant to be backend database, but it'll work well enough for this thing, and it's cheap. Uh, you know, I already have the Adobe stuff. I already do streaming a lot. Um, it's you know, Twitch is is obviously free. The game is is free to play. Um, but I'm trying to think about like what is the what what are the next steps, and I and what are some of the 
pitfalls, right? Like, like the second that this game goes down or everyone decides that they don't like it, this this whole thing like goes up in smoke. So like that's what a big. What do you like moment. about it? I like what do, a, what do you like? That what I like about it is hosting it and 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 really having a very fun, tight, you know action kind of thing it is a it is a sport it is a a live sporting event and um it is it is so fun engaging with everyone in the chat and and finding oh you know you you got a record and uh oh people are getting you know deleted off of the track and whatnot like i like it as that kind of exciting experience um and i think that that's something that not a lot of people uh, let me let me rephrase the question sure what do you want I yeah. I, what do you want, kid? <laughs> what do you want? I mean, that I guess that's a that's. I, I, I think was, we have a clue in the mere fact that you don't have an answer. Like, I mean, uh, I because, like doing because, it. I, I, well, correct, yeah. correct, but but you didn't immediately blurt out. I want it to be the number one stream on Twitch. You didn't blurt out. I want to do it five days a week, or or wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. I, I well, want about, a thousand people in a single game. I want. Like, I ask people sometimes that too, Brian, and they they want to say that, but they're afraid to say that because they don't want to be accused of being egotistical. Why so, are you afraid, Bryce? Why are you afraid? Stop being afraid. <laughs> and, and, Man up! You, and, Why won't you, you admit that success leaves clues? <laughs> well, and you know, you know, Brian, you know very well that I try to be very modest in in terms of keeping. Yeah, this ain't the place for that <laughs> you know like i i would like it to be something that that could support itself it would be really awesome if it was a thing where money could come in to support the different back-end parts of it uh if if it was something that could support doing it multiple times a week right like this first schedule that i've got set out is about 10 weeks long or so but it would be great to do something longer or or um have a lot of people really interested. I'd like it to be something where it's not just people logging onto Twitch to watch this game and play this game, but you know, really tune in and watch the thing that I'm doing here, which is you know a kind of appointment so thing. It, it it sounds like what you really what you want is a growing community that supports your version of this process of this game um and if that's the case uh not only in terms of financial growth but also in terms of of making a space for it like i would say you got to treat it like a community that's there to grow i would get a separate discord for it i would get um I, i would create separate social stuff for it and and i would say like look we're all here. Obviously it's going to branch out of diamond club and night attack and everything that's there. But if you want it to be something special, if you want it to be something, uh, uh apart, then you got to give it room to grow there and, and you got to, uh, feed the most hardcore people that want to do it. The most hardcore people that are always there. What, what do they want to mod? How would they want to change it? What kind? How does that affect your presentation? How does that affect the rules of 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 the game? Do you do special variants on certain nights? Like mm-hmm. uh, these are all paths down the road that you can take as you have an engaged audience that wants uh, uh, more of what you're selling. The uh, the first impulse I have is uh, break it apart from. It, it sounds to me like your favorite part is the part you can control. Uh, and so what you want to do is you want to break apart the brand from anything you can't control. If you say the word marbles in it, what happens when nobody likes marbles anymore? Uh, so that tells me you'd probably want to call it Friday night Bryce, but, and this may be hard to wrap your mind around what happens when even Bryce doesn't want to do it anymore. And so, uh, uh, you know, figure out something scalable where, uh, again, there's the thing you you claim to be doing, and then there's what you're really doing. And and what you're claiming to be doing is playing marbles. What you're really doing is is giving everyone a chance for one brief moment. Everybody on that stream has a chance to be the world champion at something, whatever that is. And you can mm-hmm. accelerate the uh, the stakes of it by reaching out to real sponsors, getting real prizes. Uh, you'll have to deal with fulfillment and all that stuff. But then all of a sudden, it's like you know every every X night. You give away over a thousand dollars in prizes donated from twenty five different people to the top twenty five people. Everyone get in. Uh, I mean, that's that's how. Uh, what was it? HQ was uh, people. Uh, people get real addicted to the possibility that that maybe this will be their day, 
And and if you're good in your sports casting, which of course you are, we know this, um, then then they'll stick around and they'll keep even when the MacGuffin changes from marbles to a different game, or even to a real life plinko board that you built, or or you know watching uh, uh, two dogs on a grid figuring out whether they're going to poop on a red square or a blue square or, or whatever. Like uh, at some point, the MacGuffin doesn't matter. People are there for stakes and the joy and the ritual. And so what you want to do is make sure that that you have complete control of as many aspects of that as you can and that they can scale with or without you. Mm -hmm. My vote for name is Bryce FL. Um, <laughs> and, and I think following the idea of like you are like, look at this, like baseball amazes me because it only came out in July. It only came out in July, and it feels like something's been around forever because it just struck a nerve, and people like this, and it's fun to talk about and stuff. And I would just say for you is like with Brian, double down on Brian, the community, create a name, and I put your name in it, whatever, it doesn't matter, but create. It's fun with you, fun with the community, and but create like your fake league, or like a fake like your own like yeah. FL or whatever, because I think that yeah. would be cool because We've, and branding I, becomes so easy. Uh, I actually do have. I did come up with. I, the the name that I came up with is um, uh, Open League Marbles, and that's very specific because there are there's another there's a very popular YouTube channel that does physical marbles events and races and stuff, and to the tune of millions of viewers. And uh, uh, I I want it to be clear that it's different. It's not the name of this other thing. Which what is, is the name of the other thing? Uh, Yelly's Marbles League. I think is what it's yeah. called or marble your marbles race. I, and so I, I, uh, so I, I don't know that my thinking with calling it open league marbles is that you are playing and it's open to people, people to play. Um, but what about hmm. when there's another chat based thing that's different than marbles and really cool? Yeah. I mean, we can make, you make more that. new names, right? Like whatever. That's, that's Our the name of the Thursday thing. And then, I, 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 here, I, I think this is where we start to get into a thing where like Bryce knows his community and Bryce is going to figure out where, 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 where that tuning fork kind of resonates with them. But, but the naming thing I think is, is important. And my instinct as I think is for Andrew, uh, you can never go wrong with something a, just a touch more broad mm -hmm. that then will always be like dash marble. Well, you, you can also have the best race. of both worlds. Uh, let's say, you know, you can spell open league a little bit creatively and uh, have a colon in there. So it's open league colon marbles. And then sure. five months from now, when, when darts is the thing, it's open league darts or whatever it is. And it's like all of a sudden open league as one word with three E's becomes the thing that people associate with. Oh, that's that thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I that. That that seems like a very doable thing. Like, um, uh, I, because I, I don't, I, I, I would like it to not be a name that isn't. I want it to when I, I want to say the word marbles when I'm doing the marbles thing. So I'm not like, well, it's this is you know uh, the 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 Bryce FL and well, what is that? Well, it's the part of the marbles thing. Well, why don't you just call it a marbles thing? Well, no, uh, well, that's fine. Know. Have the word marbles in there, but but have have the other part of it that can be broken out so you could swap out another word. Sure. Um, uh, the, one of the other things I'm, I'm thinking about is like, okay, well, where, what about, you know, if, if one of the things I'd like to do later down the line is eventually figure out a way for people to support it is, um, how do I do that in such a way that creates very low friction to the user, right? No, part, part, number one tip, tip, tip jar now, tip sorry. jar now. Yeah, like they, we've like, got one on the, here's channel. my Venmo. Here's my, my PayPal figure out some element, some like moment where it's like, and now the MVP brought to you by my Venmo. Everybody go to my Venmo right now. <laughs> like figure out ways there, there, there are, there are forms and functions in the, the concept of sports that already lend themselves to advertising. Make sure that you figure out a way that that is benefiting you, but in general, and look, this goes to the naming and everything else. Yes, we could figure out how to perfectly plan out your next 20 years and it'll go over five different games that we'll invent in our head and we'll think about ways that you can be flexible. But guess what? None of that will matter unless everybody's having the most possible fun with marbles right now. So whatever is jazzing your community 
the most right mm-hmm. now, that's the thing to do. What do they like? Like what, what do they want that they don't even know to tell you that they are obviously screaming as a group, uh, uh, just go offer things, try things, sure. make, make mm-hmm. them the, 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 the center and, uh, you know, the, the, the money, you know, the money will kind of figure itself out. I've, I've found in, in terms of like, either it's a Patreon or it's, it's donations or it's, uh, uh, other stuff. But like, if you create the culture and you honor the culture and you reward people who are showing up all the time, not only with a good product, but also with the ability for them to build part of their identity around it, uh, and, and to you, that's that's it. That's gold. That's you, you know secret sauce. Uh, t- talking about community, you know, I I m- m- for the past few years, pretty much almost everything I've streamed, video games wise, or or even this, has been on the Night Attack Twitch channel, and you know we've it's I I I feel some trepidation of trying to split out and you know new Discord server, and at what point does this does this does this leave the night attack channel or or you know all of that stuff and and you know i uh i don't know i i i just have certain trepidations about it because i think there's al- I mean, there's already a lot of fracturing like like it, honestly speaking i think there's a lot of fracturing that's happened in the past few years with the diamond club community of people just you know they've got their own podcast so they go and they make a server and now all those people yeah. live on their server um which is you know i guess the design of it but because especially because this is so tied into you know the night attack twitch stuff and and uh, uh, uh i don't know my positioning i i i don't know i just feel th- this is a part where i feel weird about making that specific move no well number number one use the channel as as a platform because it's just empty bandwidth and people know you here right uh i would say that the, the discord is literally just because you want a place where if somebody's watching you and they know you for that, they've got a place where they're just talking marbles, you know? Mm. Uh, uh, and it's not, you know, somebody's going to talk about, you know, my, my, my dead father coming back to life five years ago. Right. Like, uh, uh, they just a place where people can just talk about, uh, this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like the niche, like the Diamond Club is always going to be a catch-all. The Night Attack is always going to be a catch-all, and we're we're thrilled that we can be a a, a catch-all. But for growth beyond the community, you've got to plant a flag somewhere. Now, does that eventually mean that you start your own channel and now you can use Twitch as a, a, a more effective monetization strategy? Maybe. But but that'll be when you want to, uh, uh, when you want to decide that you want to trade off that install base for the bits and 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 stuff like that that you can do going forward. And maybe that that doesn't happen all at the same time. Maybe you do Fridays are always on Night Attack, and then you do the special stream on on your new thing, and you just you know until that gets built up then then you don't do a full transition uh you can you can stay for as long as you want we're not going to turn your room into an office you're always welcome and i'll do your laundry but it is uh it's never gonna it's never uh it's always going to be seductive to be where you know you can always reach a certain number of people it was not fun to go back to zero subscribers on the modern road channel uh but mm-hmm. here we are 4 years later with a bunch of people who are non-ironically saying i just found out brian does magic you know and it's like yeah. what how yeah. can you even you know, yeah yeah <laughs> i i yeah you know and i i think i recognize that you know whatever success is that is eventually down you know a, a, a step to take um uh but i guess i'm trying to think of other conceptual pitfalls that might be and i think i think we did uh, you know, highlight a few things, but, um, just, you know, it's, I've, I've had my head buried deep into these table, table bases for two weeks and it's been a lot of fun, uh, just learning, uh, a faux SQL. Uh, but, uh, 
I, I don't want to start doing it and have everyone say, why are you doing this? Can we just play the game? Why are we watching highlight videos? Or why are you doing your own stats or this or that or the other thing? And Brian, I'm just trying get off to, my stream. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to figure out what 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 pitfalls I should be uh, aware of so that I'm I am focusing on making the experience fun. I mean, that's the whole point of it, right? Is is that I think I give the best version of this out there. And how do I how do I not just say I did a lot of work, everybody? Aren't you happy I did a lot of work? Uh, well, here's here's what you want. Here's a pitfall. Um, mm. Prepare yourself for the possibility of massive overnight success and decide would, if it would if everything you're doing right now, mm. if everything 100x tomorrow and then 100x the day after that, think of the serious problems you would have mm. that 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 would that, uh if your solution involves, and I hope we're not too successful as any part of it, then it's not a solution. Okay. Yeah. I think, uh, and I think most things that I've, I'm building up on top of, of this experience, it's not a problem. Like the database thing I think is because it's not really supposed to be used for that. It's really just advanced project management software. Um, that just happens to be a database thing. Um, but I think I think a lot of the other stuff has been like is creative stuff and and stuff off stream, preparing stuff ahead of time, and most of that stuff won't even scale I mean, if there are ten thousand. Right, that's people. that's the Google question: is does it scale, and does does your whole system scale? And I think, and if it doesn't yeah. scale, then then change things so that it can scale. Yeah, and and I think most everything can like the other than the database thing which would just be moving to another database there's i don't know if 2021 can you make a database yes um uh and then like the actual game itself right like there are i'm sure limits to how many people can play the game but there are also people who are 10 times bigger than me who play this game and they managed to make it work. So. I, I think you're focused. Everything you mentioned I, so far has been technical things. I think sure. we're talking about storytelling things in terms of the name, yeah. the title. Is okay. there, are you capturing emails? Are you, uh, have you thought about what the discussion looks like when Justin and Brian are like, dude, every time we go happy hour, people berate us because we're not playing marbles. What's going on? Like I, that's, mm -hmm. that's the stuff that you need to think through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, here's the biggest thing you need to think through. Building a community is like being a DJ. You are playing music and some songs people are kind of into, some songs people go wild for. The only thing you can do is keep playing songs and realize why they like the ones that they're crazy for and why they're not into the ones that they're not. Play more of the shit they like, play less of the stuff they don't, and keep going forward. Keep everybody as engaged as possible. And and again, identity. Identity. What does it mean to be a marbles person? What time are you meeting? How long do you stay there? Like, give them the gift of that. You yeah. are creating this world. Like, like you need to give it a, a a a name and a place so they know what to call themselves. Yeah, and and that is a big part of it. Like like I mentioned, like when when I drop the you know when I actually announce this thing, like I'm gonna have a schedule and it's gonna have days and times and it's gonna say. Like it's, it's that, that is, that is a big part of it because, you know, that's been something that's been holding it back to a certain degree is just, I've been doing it whenever I can do it and whenever I feel like I'm able to do it. And so having a schedule and having a certain amount of regularity is one of the big points of let's do it more. Let's do it on, you know, a night when everyone knows it's going to be happening. Um, and all of the other stuff just feels like gravy at this point. Like this, a lot of it is just like, just need to see that this thing works uh you know a dry I mean, run to, to some degree honestly for that for the project that you're talking about this is far more about being a bunch of people being together on the internet like because it is pachinko right mm -hmm. it is uh uh you know just a a kind of very elaborate random number generator that can be slightly influenced but at the end of the day, we all get to hang out. So it's like, congratulations. You know that going in, right? <laughs> like it's it, 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 like, like, so now, now that you know this is a community, where do you put the lawn chairs? Do you install a bar? Like how, how long are the hours? The, the more, the better, the less, the better. Where, where, where do you go? Like, like that's that, those are all the big questions. But part of it is also, again, 
Start by giving them a place to hang out 24-7 that is just dedicated to them because that's nobody wants to be like, I'm in a community. I derive part of my identity. You want to know what? All day, all week, man, I was thinking about marbles on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and on Friday, I got to hang out with all my best friends again. Where can I meet them? Oh, on the 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 forty something and and thirty something guys comedy server. Mm-hmm. Like no, like they want their server. They want their community, right? Like like they want to always hang out and talk about the mods they're gonna do. They want to talk about other streams that are similar to this. They they want to hang out and talk about Wandavision <laughs> and 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 everything else that's going on because this is their community. They get to hang out and talk to each other all this time. Okay. No, I think I think that's very helpful. Um, I I think I think this has been a very helpful conversation uh, in terms Good. Of, of figuring a lot of that stuff out. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Cool. Awesome. I'm still like I I <laughs> had this conversation. Game. I just had this conversation with my girlfriend last night. Like you sometimes don't. People say we we can, there are things we think we need. We need a better this. We need a better this. And then sometimes things come at us that we'd never even thought of or you know, weren't in the zeitgeist you're like, Holy cow, this is amazing. And, and those are rare, but those are really special. And like, you could see like, Oh, people, a lot of people like to watch people play games. A lot of people like to chat and message boards on Twitch. What if you tied that message board into a real time game, things happened. And it would be like, why not just go play like world of Warcraft or, you know, you know, uh, Fortnite or something like, no, it's different. And I could see the argument of like, why you wouldn't people, nobody would want to do that. But then you're like, you already have a platform. There's already people, there's already a chat thing and people want to press a button there to interact with the thing on their TV, which we call a computer. And it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. It's just brilliant. The fact that and I think that I was like, kind of saying, get away from the marbles name. Cause like, I'm ready to start a company right now that just builds <laughs> games on top of this concept of like, people typing things into the chat room affect you know the monkey presses a button in home Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden something happens on the screen with everybody else yeah and there are huge there are are lots of games like um uh, when twitch played all of pokemon uh where where it's like uh just to even move everyone had to hit left 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 to counteract the people who were saying right 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 and essentially Mm -hmm. a consensus uh developed yeah there been yeah there been like crowd like mess things before to be sure but like at this point the way that idea that like it's a repeat and beyond a novelty kind of thing that idea that you could go in there and the simplification of the game first like it's you're a marble watch your marble fall to the bottom but then that's that's really something special i don't know i'm just still in awe (laughs) awesome Uh, i I like it when i'm just these things happen so it's fun join i guess we have to join the new server (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'll never play it. I'll never play it. But you just gotta—it's—it's it's, it's so easy. You gotta play to win. It's not... well, then it's then I get addicted. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, gentlemen, want to do picks? Uh, yes, I have a totally original pick that nobody has ever said before. It's completely my idea. You're welcome because I'm the first to tell you about a little thing called the Oculus Quest Two. Uh, It—it's pretty great. Nice. What what games you get for it? Um, boy, that is the hard part. After after using my Vive for so long, going back and paying thirty dollars again and again for a bunch of games I already own, mm-hmm. that ain't fun. Uh, but uh, but mainly, I intend to uh, start every day uh, taking meetings on the links, like all successful businessmen, playing a little bit of uh, what is it? Walkabout golf. Walkabout uh, mini golf. Miniature oh. golf. It's great. That's uh, it does a. It's astonishing how emotive just a floating head and a putter can be. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, I would like to play with another co-host, but they haven't accepted my friend request on Ooh. Oculus. Ooh, who could that be? Place your bets I, I now, everybody. It. That's <laughs> me. I didn't see it. I'll invite. Hey, uh, I don't know if you see the background there. Anchor, the battery company, they have a charger for the Ooh. Oculus Quest, and oh, it nice. comes with rechargeable batteries that go in the hand grips with has special covers for the grips. So you just drop your grips in, they charge, and a little magnetic attachment that goes over the USB-C thing, you just drop the thing. You don't plug anything in. You just drop this thing in, and everything uh, connects. Dope. Whoa, cool. Uh, so also, great. because because we've got this mesh network thing, uh, I love setting up my play area outside in the lawn. So it's like I'm literally outside. Uh, I didn't realize until I took the, the goggles off that, 
it was dark. It was dark out. It was, it was, it was nighttime. <laughs> and I'm just a weirdo with a hat <laughs> talking to people, swinging his arms around. Just the neighbors are hearing like the muffled gold dust and they're wondering why, <laughs> yep. why he's out there <laughs> Pretty in the much. middle of the night. <laughs> uh, I got a pick uh, I, I can share. Uh, I, I mentioned the some of the database software that I was using uh, for, for this Marbles project. And I was turned on to this by a few friends uh, in, in another community when I mentioned I wanted to do some stat tracking and stuff. And so they recommended uh, Airtable to me. So that's that's what uh, uh, some of that backend stuff is based on. Um, part of it is like, um, uh, 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 what is it, project management and, you know, keep track of your sales or keep track of your, you know, status of things. And um, I think it's very strong for that, but also uh, for being able to build a, uh, a what is it called, a uh, relational database, I think it's it's very powerful as well. And it's relatively it's relatively cheap. Uh, I think the plan I'm going to end up using is like $15 a month. Um, and even the free or the $10 a month gets you gets you a bunch of stuff too, but I need some of the apps that they have. Um, but they it's, it's very similar to Notion, except it doesn't have a lot of the, uh, you know, Word uh, document word processing stuff that Notion does, um, at least built in uh, native. Um, but uh, I, I think it's really cool as someone who knows just a little bit about how uh, code works and, and how spreadsheets and tables work. Uh, I, I was able to figure out a lot of stuff on my own and implement, a, and implement stuff from the community without any trouble. So uh, big ups to Airtable. Um, my pick, wow, we already talked. Oh, Class Action Park. It's a documentary on HBO about Action Park. I enjoyed it. Felt like three documentaries that they weren't really able to blend together. But, uh, it really so it does at some, some point just become just a series of people saying, Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and then <laughs> another thing, like, Oh, yeah, I remember that. I saw that. Well, once. that's <laughs> we were talking about it in between the shows, but like. There's a documentary about the guy who starts it because he's this crazy character and you could spend more time in 80s Wall Street and, and, and figure out like how this guy's pathway and fall from becoming this like a, a bizarre uh, Lord of the Flies Walt Disney, right? Uh, and then there's the cultural element and, and you could get into... New Jersey versus New York. And, and there's a lot of that. And that's where you get all the like, oh, you, you swang off the, 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 the swing and everybody was calling you names and girls tops were coming off and it becomes more like that. And then there's the like, oh yeah, people died here. <laughs> and like, you can make this, this very tragic tale of what happens when things get too far out of control. And all the versions of this could all include elements of the other ones, but this one, didn't feel cohesive to me. I enjoyed it mostly because one time when I was visiting my aunt and uncle in Long Island, I saw a television commercial for Action Park, and that's and my aunt said absolutely not, uh, and that was uh, pretty much it. So that that was I, I enjoyed watching it. Beyond that, nice. So I watched a documentary. It's interesting. It was about a guy who was. Uh, an insurance salesman in Montana. And he had some unconventional ways of selling insurance. He ended up becoming a top salesman, but he might like go into like a mental hospital and sell a bunch of policies to patients and stuff, which is a little controversial. He went to the head of the company. He's like, hey, I'd like to be like a vice president or whatever. And they're like, no. So he moves to Washington and he decides to open up a business selling like Japanese imports. And the problem is that time there was a lot of resistance against this because he was doing like motorcycles and stuff, resistance towards this and the business closes and he's trying to figure out what to do now. And he gets an idea, rent a venue, get uh, some rattlesnakes and some mountain lions and jump a motorcycle over them. He clears the jump, hits the box of rattlesnakes, they fly into the audience, but people overall tend to love it. And so uh, this gentleman, um, let me look up his name, uh, Robert Craig Knievel, um, <laughs> then decides maybe there's something to people watching him do stunts and proceeds to do these stunt shows and re realizes they get progressively bigger, but he needs to get more attention. 
And all within a very short span of time, he realizes, hey, Caesar's Palace has these fountains. And so uh, he goes by the name they called him back. Before he was an insurance salesman, by the way, he like kind of did B&Es all over Montana and was a bit of a crook. And so the cops used to call him evil. Um, but he changed it to E-V-E-L, became evil, Evil. And so anyhow, he goes to, wants to do, gets goes to do the, the jump over Caesar's Palace and something, the, the fountains there. And something I didn't know was he hired, you know, the... Uh, uh, was it John Derrick, who's the, the actor, director, or whatever, to go shoot it? And John Derrick has his wife shoot part of it. Linda Evans, the actress, she no actually kidding. shot the landing. She's apparently the one wow. that shot the, when the wow. evil can evil wiped out going over the fountain. <laughs> so as Linda Evans was on camera. There is a documentary out. I think it's like Peacock on, on Evil Can Evil. And OMG, like, uh, you know, I had, I mean, I knew about the later stuff because he's a bit of a hothead and a bit of a violent kind of guy and, and really a complex guy. Really good. Really, really being evil. That's what it's called. It is just a fascinating view into this guy because, like, he's, he's running all these cons when he lives in Montana and, like, you know, asking for protection money to make sure your business doesn't get broken into. If you don't pay him off, you would get broken windows and stuff. Everybody knew he was doing this. He's getting arrested. And then he decides he's going to go straight and becomes an insurance salesman. <laughs> and then he's like a record selling insurance salesman. But also the whole point of like, he does go to a mental hospital and sign up a bunch of mental patients to buy policies. <laughs> so It's just, uh, I can't, you got a, a guy who made himself and became an icon in the most amazing sort of way. Really, really fascinating. So oh, being nice. evil, that's my pick. Uh, that's amazing. There's so many, so many great moments in there too of like, you know, his friendship, like Elvis and whatnot. And you know, how, you know, they talk about like they have the sports casters club in Hollywood or whatever like this, they hear something, all the, you know, they're hanging out and all of a sudden they hear this, racing sound and there's some maniac on a motorcycle doing wheelies back and forth you know and evil can evil welcome to la <laughs> so nice. so that's my pick a really really good up there with the bg's one in its own way nice it's been weird after it's been after after, after. it's been after <laughs> it's been after weird <laughs> Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>